This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon, along with me is Sherry Capilla. And I, I came up with this idea of cliches. I've been trying to understand it myself. To be honest with you, it's it was bigger than I thought it was going to be. When I started looking at cliches and started realizing how many cliches I actually use, like life's an adventure. It would be an example of a cliche. Yeah. What was on my Instagram bio, first words on Venture Vibe, life's an adventure. I'm like, I'm a cliche. I actually pointed out to one of my friends because I was talking about cliches. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have a cliche right in my own it. bio. Yeah, I'm out there doing I'm it. I'm as bad as anyone else. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, I start out with cliches. I'm like, I'm going to show you. You know, and then I realize, Bill, you're as bad as anyone yeah. when it comes to using cliches because it's, um, at the end of the day, yes. is a cliche. Yep. I cannot tell you, since I've read about cliches in the last week or so, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've stopped myself from that. saying it. Yeah, or you see, yeah, exactly. It's You're using it. Yeah, we don't even notice it. It just right. slips out. Yeah. Right. I used to have one on my, like the frame of my profile page that said, be your own hero. That's one of the ones that okay. we briefly chatted. So yeah, I mean, they're out there and we don't even realize how we use them. Right. Yeah. Be your own hero. Mm -hmm. So if your house is burning down, don't call anyone else. You're in an accident. You got it. Tow your own, tow your own vehicle. You know. <laughs> yeah. Let's see that happen, right? <laughs> well, it about makes as much sense yeah, because I mean, everyone doesn't. will embrace it. The thing that I love about it when you see stuff like that, especially yeah. the self help, yeah. and I think there's there are cliches that would fall into because some of them, as I was talking to my one friend, they're truths. They're not. They it's not a problem. It's Hindsight is twenty twenty. You can it's actually true. break that down. See, the that's validity. just a fact. I yep. mean, I look at that and say, "Is that a yes?" I understand we use it a lot. Yeah. Is it really a cliche or is it a truism, a proverb? I feel like it's a truism. I mean, it really it kind of comes down to it's just the truth, right? I mean, all the time you can see looking back in hindsight right. what is clear. Grass is greener is another one he gave me, and I said, yeah. "Grass is greener on the other side of the fence," right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, greener grass syndrome. I look at that and say, yeah, but that's that's the same because there's actually truth behind there is, it. There's merit. Yep. Right. Our so human nature. So some of the stuff I look at, I've, I've I've talked to my son about this. I've talked to my friends about this. I've talked to you about this. Yeah. Some Lindsay yeah. before the show about yeah. this. Yeah. Some things that we say, I think, are just true. I've said over and over again, life is what you make it. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Oh yeah. I believe so. If you're right. walking out in your faith, you have the opportunity to make your your life something amazing. Right. And if you're sitting around saying your life is boring, well, why is your life boring? Exactly. Go do something. Exactly. Stop worrying. Stop waiting for something to happen. Make something happen. I mean, all these things, you know, I've been caught up in oh, as, yeah. as well. But here's a cliche by definition, all right? Okay. It says, a phrase or opinion that is overused and betrays a lack of original thought. <laughs> <laughs> or any thought. Sometimes, right? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, there's a lot of it. There, there really is. Because it's just, it's so not original. It's yeah. so just repeating what everyone else says. And it becomes this accepted thing and just gets said over and over again. And uh, here's a quote I have. Many of today's most common cliches reflect the triumph of a therapeutic mentality. That is the application of psychotherapeutic concepts, mm -hmm. precepts, and language to everyday life. 
psychotherapeutic bromides that largely reflecting the influence of positive psychology. Now, they, when you think of a bromide, a bromide, no, we don't think of bromides. Let's, when you think of a bromide, <laughs> let's just admit it, you didn't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Neither did I. Yeah. But I've heard, I've seen the word on old bottles. Yeah. I used to dig yep. old bottles. It yep. used to be a medicine. Yeah. But then it became a term. Somebody actually, they wrote a book. I've not gotten the book. And it was something about, uh, I think the book was called, Are You a Bromide? Oh. Which I haven't even told Lindsay about. <laughs> hmm. Are you a bromide? And the, the word became to mean banal, like absolutely lacking of anything original, yes. boring, dull. And the yeah. book's, the subtitle was The Psychology of Boredom. So are you a bromide? <laughs> the Psychology of Boredom. It was written, listen, it was written in 1906. 1906, wow. are you a bromide? And I'm thinking, I'm reading some of the captions from the book. Yeah. This could be written today easily. This is this yeah. this could be right now in our day because yeah. again, human human nature has been human nature forever. Absolutely, we're not the first ones that are probably overemphasizing worn out phrases. Exactly, right? Uh, I probably not. That's where we got it from, right? We kept it going just through all of the, <laughs> hearing our parents saying it. Just I can't on. wait to read the book and find out how many we still say. Are you actually gonna? You're not gonna read. The book. <laughs> but anyway, positive <laughs> psychology, yes. There, there's very much an emphasis on positive thinking, which, by the way, I'm way more positive thinking than negative. Sure. I'm one more. We can do it. That's where my positivity Absolutely. would come in. No, you can do it. You can overcome. Yeah. You can be better. You can all that kind of stuff. Like I would be, I would be into that. Yeah. But I'm not per se into the positive psychology mm -hmm. that everything's flowery or yeah. everything needs to be or every word out of my mouth has. I could not agree more right. because it's not how would you define like positive the positive thinking like well, what would you think i struggle with positive thinking um because a lot of people see positive thinking as the means to the end like it's it's how they go about their lives and if they can just think it they can manifest it they can yes make it you know materialize when right. that couldn't be further from the truth right or that your life should be, you know, sunshine and rainbows all of the time. And Laws of attraction. Yeah. So if you think positive things, positive things are going to happen. And we've talked about that mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So that's manifesting and all yeah. this kind of stuff. So if I can be positive enough, think positive. Pos How many times do we talk about positive vibes? Yeah. Just say, hey, send me some positive vibes. Do you buy them at the store? Yeah. <laughs> like, where do those exactly, <laughs> like, good. who measures this? A box of positive yeah, vibes. Box, box of positive vibes. Listen, I've just sent you at least 20 right now. Like, <laughs> Oh, <No>, yeah. <laughs> There's like five-star positive vibes. Mm -hmm. I guess I do, and as Lindsay warned, don't make fun of it just because somebody says it. You know, sure. you can't just go making fun of stuff, sure. though. But I can, actually, because I'm good. I, that's what my gift set <laughs> is, making fun of things. Yeah. But. I, I think sometimes of the positive vibes, like we'll say prayers and positive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Am I, if, if I'm in the hospital, I mean, do I care that people are having positive thoughts about me? Well, I'd rather than have positive thoughts than negative thoughts. Sure. I'm not thinking that's helpful where I think in the world, they're looking at positive thoughts as the answer mm -hmm. that you don't need to pray for me. Just if you think positively, you're going to be like this transmitter. Yes. Right. That's what and, and somehow... In, in some mysterious way that no one could ever define, describe, or measure, yeah. that somehow my vibes are rating out. Like, isn't this how? Am I understanding this wrong? Like radio no. signals? Like I it's mean, just going out there. I guess that's what they're in, they're asking for, right? I mean, do we really even know? It's not it's not biblical. It's not scriptural. It's kind of a new age, new thing that's coming out. But I don't know how to send them. 
right. other than praying for people. Right. And I take offense to it, really, when people say, you know, I need all the positive vibes. And I, I will, you know, comment on social media or say something like, I'm happy to pray for you today. Right. You know, but I... I'm done with the positive vibe thing. Because you realize there's no there's real no value. value. In other words, we need a table for a one and north. We can send all the positive vibes or we can say, <laughs> hey, Jerry, can you pick us out up a table when you're exactly. out? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. I'd rather just go to somebody who could do something about it. And I believe that God can do something about it when Absolutely. somebody's sick. So I'd rather just, hey, God, can you help this person? God helps that person. Yeah. There it is. Where I realize that all my positive thinking, again, Sure. I mean, it's, it, we should be thinking about other people. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree with that hundred percent. I yeah. mean, yeah. People thinking about you, people caring about you. Mm-hmm. If that equates into some type of action, like maybe I didn't just think about him. I called him, texted him, yeah. sent a card. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it actually goes to some type of action, otherwise we're back in James chapter two where, Hey, you guys. And how do they respond to the people who were hungry, naked and cold? Uh. Be warm and well-fed. Yeah, no. They had positive thoughts. Yeah. And James said, but you're doing nothing. Exactly. You know, it's like yeah. all your positive thoughts and words really aren't accomplishing no, anything. Absolutely so not. I think that's where we would have, but we do see it. So that, so anyway, he's saying that the cliches, there's, that is the influence mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. of the positive psychology and the human potential movement, yeah. quote unquote, nurture your inner child we are told, or pursue your passion, or never lose hope. He goes on to say, at the heart of these precepts are certain therapeutic assumptions, Mm -hmm. that a negative attitude is unhealthy and counterproductive, and leads to fears that are self-fulfilling, while positive thinking reduces stress, promotes psychological well-being, and leads individuals to regard negative events as transitory and unusual. The injunction to move forward is an example of positive thinking and reflects the now commonplace view that the solution to life's problems lies in adopting the correct psychological attitude. Do we agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's what you garbage in, garbage out. But I mean, it's, it's really a matter of, you know, you can look at it one way or you can look at another, but recognizing that you have a choice. Right. Of how you think on that thing. So I, I look at it though. We are, I really do think that. We are, people are trying to be helpful. They're mm-hmm. trying to solve problems. They are trying. And that's where some of these self-help, what, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm not even saying self-help cliche is the right way to say it. Yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is I've, I have seen mm-hmm. a lot of be you. This is all you need to yes. do. You're struggling. Just be you. Mm-hmm. You're it's enough. Helpful. Be you. You're enough. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen those phrases. Yeah. Be you. You're enough. Love yourself. I've seen even more. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'm I'm not gonna disagree that you should be happy with the way God made you, and if you're certain height, whatever it is, right? Are you, you have certain that color because eyes. I'm short, Pastor Bill. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, no, I didn't say it. Lindsay put the cue card up and said, "Say it." Exactly. Poor Lindsay. Poor <laughs> no, Lindsay. but I would say that yeah, be be happy for how yeah. God made you. Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of times people will say these things because they don't know what to say in uncomfortable situations. Okay. You know, they're trying to be encouraging when in reality, it's not necessarily helpful. You know, um, you and I were talking earlier about how sometimes these cliches come up and just because something's catchy or, or it actually rhymes doesn't necessarily mean that it's even true. Right. 
True. And I think that we're relying on it. Oh, yeah. One of the things that I've seen in the country and why, and I'm pretty sure I read it from John Cooper. Maybe I read it from somewhere else. But they were talking about America becoming a cliche nation. Oh, yeah. We're we're actually becoming so reliant on just a simple phrase. Mm Mm-hmm. So, hey, how do I how do I get through? What do I do? And you throw some simple mm-hmm. phrase at somebody. I would call them platitudes, yeah. too. That you just try to, yep. God has a reason for everything is one that Christians yep. would use. God works everything together for good. It doesn't matter how much pain that person's in. It doesn't matter how many kids they just lost. We're just going to tell them God had a reason for everything. Hey, let's yeah. wash our hands of this. We're good. And we've done our job. Where I think to boil that down, and we'll talk about that in mm-hmm. detail in another podcast, but I have like some real issues with that. And Absolutely. I have found in talking to people that is not at all helpful to tell somebody who's hurting to give them not a platitude. Not at all, because it can really minimize their pain. Right. They don't necessarily want to tell you how to fix it. They might just want you to be there with them. Right. So we're reliant. This is one thing. This is just an observation, which means it's only anecdotal. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I see people, they seem to rely on Catchy saying after catchy saying, I've seen churches boil it down to on their own church pages. Wow. It's catchy saying after catchy saying after catchy saying, and this is what we are reliant on. Another observation I've made is people that seem to talk the most about helping people need the help the most. Oh, easily. easily. It's just an it's observation like a cry I've made. for help. They, they, the ones that seem it's always on their mind and they're always talking about mental health. They're always talking about depression. They're always talking about anxiety. They're always talking about what to do, what they do. They're the ones that are typically struggling. The people that that don't really struggle with it, don't even think to talk about it. And that's why you don't hear a lot from them because they're, they're just dealing with life because they came from a generation that, Hey, you got to figure things out. You pray, you take it to the Lord, you do the best you can. I mean, these are things that keep me going. You know, it's like, Hey, nothing stays the same forever. You got to do the best that you can. God's your judge just every day. God's going to take care of it. You know, don't worry about today, the scripture, you know what I mean? Don't don't worry about tomorrow. Just focus on today. Seek first God's kingdom. These are the things that I keep in focus. And they have value, right? They have value because even as you're saying it, you're believing it. Right. You're believing it, so therefore you'll say it. And these other things that the cliches and things, these are the things that people believe, right. and they're saying it. And some of them hang their hats on it, and or that try. can be it. Yeah, and it can be a slippery slope because it's not all the cliches are not necessarily true or valuable. Well, let me let me say this. I believe that one of the reasons that it can be an issue is I don't know how much weight mm. you can really put on it. I, yeah. I don't know that it can really be an anchor type thing. Now no, there right. are expressions that I would use that I would say, yes, they, you know, early to bed, early to rise mm-hmm. makes a person healthy, wealthy and wise Proverbs mm-hmm. that we have. Yep. Sure. I Pack mean, those punch. are things that are, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of truth to it. It's been said for a long time. Mm-hmm. You could probably build something on that. Yeah. And it's something that can last for years and years. Absolutely. You, it sustains weight. Christ said this, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine, this is Matthew seven twenty four, and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine does not put them into practice. As like a foolish man, he built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell yeah. with a great crash. This is this is the reality mm-hmm. of the situation. If we're building on the wrong foundation, yep. we are going to sink. And yeah. what 
amazes me is how many self-help phrases I hear from people that I know struggle with sadness and they never see that the multiplicity of those kind of words is not actually pulling them out. They're spinning. They're literally in the, they're all their, these little cute sayings, they're still spinning their wheels in the mud and they haven't really gotten anywhere where I look at Christ's words as something. No, when he says, don't be anxious to come to God Mm -hmm. and he'll help you and just leave it in God's hands. These are things that can pull you out of the mud Change your more than just a saying. Yeah. And I, I think pivotal in this scripture is when you, whoever hears these words of mine, I mean, the fact that, you know, so many people are depending on the words of the world as opposed to the world of the word of God. Right. And that's the difference. I know that's what's changed me. And, and, you know, Christians, when we step into this and we're actually reading our Bible on a daily basis, we start to see that these cliches have no merit, have no value relative to what the word of God says. And how it can guide us. Well, actually, my wife and I just started doing a Bible reading plan together through the oh, year. Good. So that's been good. I said, well, it, help, it helps me to stay consistent when I when I know. And sometimes me being consistent is catching up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I can imagine. I'm catch, I have to, my job is reading the Bible. Yeah. So I mean, I read the Bible <laughs> and study all the time. But I mean, to actually like go through systematically yeah. is great. So her and I then, she'll make comments and I'll make comments back to her. That's and so it's, good. It's kind of funny the things I'll pick out, the things she'll pick out. But because I like to, you know joke around like, yeah, the stuff well. I picked. Did you see this? Did you see that? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone else to see it. But anyway, Isaiah 55, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields a seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty. It will accomplish the purpose for which I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And so I look at that. Yeah, we're that's God's word is yeah. powerful. It's going to make a difference. And we're supposed so to meditate. Powerful. The person who's happy actually is flourishing is meditating on yep. God's laws days and night. Yep. That's where I would send a person. I would yeah. say, Hey, go, go to this, yeah. go get into the word and understand some scripture. Yes, Don't just that's base the difference your, maker. I right. have an anchor scripture and I encourage everybody to find an anchor scripture for their life. And that anchor scripture has proven time and time again for me it's almost like it it works in any situation. When right. people are going through problems, maybe they'll make a comment on social and they'll put up one of these platitudes or some sort of cliche, you know, let go, let God, or Jesus take the wheel or whatever it is. In that moment, I know my anchor scripture would give them more comfort and peace and even guidance than would, you know, returning with some other cliche. Right. You know, Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. And, and it tells us how, when we're weak, God gives us power. Yeah, and when we feel powerless, he will give us strength. Right. That kind of thing goes far above and beyond what any of these cliches Give me that anchor verse again. It's Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. Okay. You know, it's where you'll soar on wings like eagles. You'll be able gotcha. to walk. You know, I mean, it's just, it's power. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's your that's your yeah. anchor verse. And you, you threw out a couple... You know, uh, let Jesus take the wheel kind of thinking. Yeah, let Jesus take let the go, wheel. Let go, let God. Let go, let God. I hear those all the time. Right. And I've, I've heard Christians and they'll say, I gave my, my kids to God. Oh. When they're struggling, mm-hmm. I just gave my children to God. Oh. And I remember I heard this one woman say, and I'm like, well, that's interesting because God gave them to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't actually give back your kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I don't, I, it's, it's, but again, <clears throat> they say it. Yeah they make themselves feel better yeah. by saying it. Yeah. And I'm sure that that thing and Lindsay, uh, if she, if she was talking to me off air would tell me, Bill, you shouldn't, you know, make fun of things that 
people find comfort in. <laughs> but I'm just, I would also recommend this. Okay, I, I understand that probably brought that person a lot of comfort to say, mm-hmm. I gave my kids to God. However, that does not dismiss your responsibility to continue all. struggling as a not parent with your kids. And even when they're being rebellious and they're not doing the things that they yeah. should do, you got to hang in there. You can't give Absolutely. up. And to me, it came across, and this was, by the way, I heard it 25 years ago, mm-hmm. but I... I remember at first it just struck me as like, man, you can't give up. Like you can't, you just can't or let go and let God. Uh, Sure. If, if it's beyond your control, like whatever's up in the air is in his hands. If if you, it's beyond what anything that you can do, of Mm -hmm. course, but I can't let go of let God and not apply for a job. If I'm without a job, I mean, I've got to take responsibility to do what I can. People say these things without even thinking. They're, they're yeah. just saying these things because they hear right. them and they're just repeating what they hear, right. not even understanding. Like if you were to let go and let God, really what you should be doing is just go to God. Right. Let God be your answer and your guide so that you can go and do what it is that you're supposed to do in your situation as opposed to just letting go. I would agree a thousand percent with yeah. what you just said. And how did you put that again? We're, we're supposed to be not just totally 100% relying on the Lord, but you said something that slipped my mind. I like, right. Wow. You just said something was really, really profound about going to God, like go to God and let him be your solution. Let him be your answer, your guide. Right. You know, instead of letting go and just go sit on the couch and binge, you know, whatever on Netflix. No, it was people are not thinking they're not, that was it. And and I really do it. I have thought about that. If before you just spout off, if you really take a half second and think about what you're saying. And sometimes what I say is the old lie. I got attacked for something on Facebook the other day. The old logic of it had nothing to do with what I was even talking about. Somebody's mad about something six years ago. And now, boom, you know, they're all over. Why you guys, blah, 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 blah. And I just deleted all the comments, blocked the person. It's just, why? Because I'm just tired of it. I I don't go to Facebook much because of this and, and the fighting. But if you would just think of how illogical what you're upset about actually is there it's it doesn't even make any one plus one equals two kind of sense to me and it had no bearing on what we're doing and what i'm trying to talk about it's just it's shocking sometimes but stop and think don't just go let your emotions take control then say a bunch of things Mm -mm -mm. think about i think that's one thing that i've really thought about over the last few days is just that as i've thought about cliches maybe before we spit one out of our mouth, we need to take a second to really think about yeah. what we're about to say and how that's going to come across. Yeah. Or pray about it in addition. You know, right. God, what does this even mean? What am I saying when I say this? I mean, you'll be able to, God will convict you in an area. He'll show you, you know, what it is that you're saying and whether or not it's something that you should be saying or to stand behind. Right. No, I agree a hundred percent, but we'll start in. When we come to the next podcast, we'll deal with some of the sayings we hear like be you and love yourself and do whatever makes you happy and find your passion. You're enough, follow your heart. And there's a reason for everything and be your own hero and so on and so forth. There's a lot of things that that I wanted to kind of talk about from a biblical perspective that we're hearing today. And just because I see it. I guess I'm interacting with it and doing the show because I see it a lot. Yeah, so we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you in the next podcast. You guys all have a great week. <laughs>